go. All right. Yo, what is up, people? It is me, Noah, here, bringing another comic to the scene. Her name is... She's a fair, all right, let me divulge a little <laughs> divulge, bit. Divulge, baby. Let me divulge in a little bit more. She is very kind. She's very nice, okay? She's funny. She's beautiful. Ooh. Ooh. Babe. I'm hitting on you because Thank I you. know that her husband... Is know, watching? She, yeah. She's watching, so I'm a... You know how that It's goes. all right. He's like okay to, with it. I like to make people feel a little jealous. You know what I'm saying? I like to make people feel uncomfortable. That too. <laughs> last night, you, the ending of your set last night, that was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> what? Being the being the CEO of Big Pussy Worldwide? The Big Pussy Worldwide. Oh, big Pussy yeah. Worldwide. She's got a big pussy. <laughs> Stephanie Ann. <laughs> <Woo -hoo! laughs> thank now, you. Thank you, Noah. So I want to start this off with uh, promoting your mic first. Okay. Okay. Because I am lack I lack the promotion side. Like I need yeah. to be better at promoting. Yeah. Because I want people to show up to our shows. Damn it. <laughs> yes, I'm definitely I'm we do. I'm sick of not performing to people. I need people to show up. Hamtramck, Michigan. Yep. Bar name New Dodge Lounge. Yep. Every Friday at what time? 8 p.m. The show starts. And the host and the show of the name. Oh, oh my goodness. The name I'm of the show. Tied. Here, let me go ahead. Here, yeah, you got it. You got let it. me promote. You got it, baby. Okay, the name of the show is Fuckery Friday. It is um, at New Dodge Lounge, Hamtramck on Joseph Campo, right down uh, the right across the street from the Chuckers. Um, yeah. <laughs> so if you need a burger, go across the street. I got one. Uh, 8 p.m. Fridays every Friday right now. Um, and we do need people to come out and $25 to the comic that brings the most people in with them. So yeah. if you just want to do an open mic for the first time and you bring five of your friends just yeah. cause you're fucking around, hell yeah. You got 25 bucks right there. But I just, you know, I, I just hope cause I get actually a decent amount of comments of yeah. people saying like, Hey, I want to come to the show and yeah. check it out. But I feel a little bit weird because all I do is open mic. So I'm just like, ah, oh, blah, blah, blah. Right. That was more particularly when I was first starting, like a, right. a month or two ago. I'm still first starting. Mm -hmm. But like even back then, like I had zero confidence in myself. Right. But now I know that I'm getting better. And yeah. that, so I have confidence that and if anybody comes, I will do my best to make you laugh. Right. And I know that I'm at least going to be comfortable at the bare minimum. Absolutely. At, when I first started, I was not comfortable. I was scared shitless. Hell yeah, yeah. And yep. I didn't want anybody to that see that. to see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, so don't come see this train wreck right now. mustache. Yep. To hide my identity. You look like baby Matthew McConaughey. Ooh. Brunette baby McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. He's one of, he has one of my favorite movies ever made. What's that? Sahara. Sahara. Do you remember that? With Kate Hudson. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that movie. Oh, my God. I would watch it. was not good. <laughs> oh, no. no. It's no. actually, I think it won, like, what's that uh, thing that they have? The no. bad the bad movie of the year thing? Really? Like the Razzies? Yeah. It won the Razzie. I, I believe it did. I, I used to, I was, like, five years old when it came out. And yeah. I would binge it. I mean, like, I had that, my parents blessed us with a, that div, uh, portable DVD player. <laughs> Worst movies? <laughs> Oh my God! I'm gonna be so sad if it is. Let's see if what awards it oh, has. Oh, that's a different one. Oh, is it? Razzie yep. Awards. But oh, that's a different one. Yeah. Is right. it? Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a different. This one came out in 2005. That was in 1985. Okay, okay. But uh, the but I used to watch it on just replay and replay right. on a DVD player. Right. Like I would just portable DVD. Oh my God, that was a good <laughs> one. I love that shit. I, I don't know yeah, why. I think it won the Razzies. 
Razzies. I'll keep looking. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so Sahara, um, yeah, it's it was kind of like a joke, a joke amongst people that it they thought it was such a um, shitty movie, just the plot, you know, and like it didn't uh, really have a plot, I guess. Well, I, I, did it? I don't know. Yeah, I, worst picture, Razzie. Yeah, yeah. I was a five year old kid, so the plot was great <laughs> for me. The plot was great for me. Like I'm I like the pop culture nerd, so I kind of remember these things. So. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. that's a blessing because I actually I think I've gotten so many concussions I forgot most of like <laughs> most most callbacks. You yeah. Can say like. People uh, my age, they make a lot of SpongeBob jokes. Yeah. I watch SpongeBob a lot. Yeah. No, nothing. Yeah. I like have one or two, maybe. Yeah. I have nothing there. So, yeah. like, people always, uh, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? Like, <laughs> did you not watch SpongeBob as a kid? And I'm like, no, I did. I just hit my head I'm a concussed. lot. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I don't, like, the one thing I know about SpongeBob, I had yeah. a sister in law. She, my, my uh, brother in law was married to. Yeah. She would not let her kids watch SpongeBob because. She did not yeah. want homosexuality yeah. influenced on them, and I was like, "That show is big into that shit, bro, and yeah, I love it. it. Yeah, <laughs> and I love it, dude. It's 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 yeah. like Gary, don't drop the soap. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. So, it's so funny. Yeah, and um and uh she really was like really uptight about it, and I remember. I like wrap something in SpongeBob wrapping paper for a birthday present. <gasps> on no. How dare you? Like I didn't do it on purpose. It's just what we had for yeah. kids, you know? So I was like, Oh, let me wrap this shit. And she just like, oh. she's like, you're evil. She was like, this is the devil gift. And she <laughs> threw it in the dumpster. Now, not to get too deep, but is she like religious at all? I think she was. Yeah. It's been years, but it was, it was pretty crazy. Which, like, uh, my, cause heard she went to a, like one of those like churches that, yeah. you know, sister wives and shit. My aunt, and yeah. Like my <laughs> aunt and grandma, same thing. Very religious, and mm-hmm. they have the same boundaries. Like they wouldn't let us watch Wizards of Waverly Place because <laughs> they're because oh, they're yeah? doing black magic. Ooh. Because they're doing magic and stuff like yeah. that, and and you know, so such satanic silly. panic was a huge thing. Like through all throughout, like my young my young life, and yeah. even teenagers, teenage years too. Tell me more about that. I honestly like. So I was born in 1980. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm from. My parents uh, were from Delray, which is like southwest Detroit. Okay. And then uh, my dad worked for American Airlines, and they found like a they he went and he had to like live in New York for a little while okay. and fly home on the weekends and stuff like yeah. to keep his job and stuff. He went through layoffs and things like that. But he worked his he just retired just recently. Oh, congrats, yeah. man! That's all yeah, nice. yeah, good job. Mr. Tursack. <laughs> Mr. Tursack. Mr. Tornsack. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Mr. Tornsack. I've never heard that one. There it was, you go. It was step on my knee turd sack when I was ooh, a child. Ooh, that's a good yeah, one. That's probably yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but uh, basically, like, my parents bought a house in South Rockwood. It was like a tax lien house that they fixed up. Okay, yeah. Put a pool in the backyard. That Our house was the party house. Everybody nice. came up that's from so the sick, city. Yeah. Hang out at the house. We were on the water, mm-hmm. on the Huron River. Damn. Yeah, yeah, like, um, yeah, I grew up with, I grew up with snakes and bobcats and all kinds of crazy shit running around in the woods, yeah, and then, and in the water, like, we would, we, my parents put the pool in because we tried to go swimming one time in the water, and one, the current takes you under, Oh, you know, so it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, seriously pulling you in like it's quicksand, (laughs) yeah, um, and then, uh, the next thing is, uh, is like the seaweed. Seaweed is grabby. Yeah, it'll hit it, your feet. It'll hit your feet, especially if yeah. you're a kid and you have little legs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, I mean, I was Scary. always a chunky bitch, but it's like, it would grab me and pull me down. Scary, yeah. And then three, the leeches. Ooh. And when I came in the house with, <laughs> with my bathing suit on, 
took my bathing suit off and I had two leeches on each t- a leech on each titty and one on my <laughs> yes. What? sucking away. Why'd they choose just the fucking goodies? So it people was, would pay for that type I of treatment. Know, yeah. That's I what I'm don't saying. know. I don't know. But after that, my and my mom trying to figure out how to pull this goddamn leech off my pussy. And this <laughs> this, this is this incredible. All, this all, this all le- leads to Satanism. Yeah, for sure. I'm yeah, excited. in some way. This I'm is so excited. Excited. Yeah, I'm so, excited to see how this connects. The satanic panic. <laughs> so, like, growing up, we I was, you know, in the country and everything, too. Yeah. But, like, I grew up in the 80s. A lot of the, the stuff, like Ozzy Osbourne, yeah. biting the, the bat mm-hmm. off the head and everything. Right, yeah. Satanic panic was really huge with that. I remember my dad was in Metall- into Metallica. Okay. And yeah. he couldn't really, like, play it around us because... You know, yeah. mom would be like, "Oh, the devil!" You know, like sure. it's yeah. Um, what else? Charles, Charlie Manson. Was, Charlie Manson. Yeah, I'm, was that I'm, the eighties. Yeah, that was in the late seventies. Uh, was it seventies? Sixties. Sixties. Sharon Tate. I'm sure there was somebody killing somebody. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> killing somebody. Well, I mean, like there's there's uh, what's his call, name? Uh, the Night Stalker the was Night in Stalker. the eighties. That was in the eighties too. And what did he do? He was. He was Richard Ramirez. He broke into like, people's homes all over like uh, L.A. Damn. He did like a, but yeah, he, was, he was he was him. huge into the Satanism. He was he would even like have them like swear to Satan before he would kill them. Whoa, things good. like that. There's a that's lot. There's an awesome documentary on um, Netflix about him right now. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, he was super into Satanism, dude. Um, yeah, there's there's so many books and things written about that guy. It's crazy. So um, the 80s was big Satan time. Huh? It was satanic panic. So like there were there were bands that were doing music and right. they were like, okay, that's Satan, you influencing know, influencing the culture. Yeah, yeah, and that's all that it really was. And then everybody was panicked about it. Oh, this music's gonna get in our kids' ears and really fuck them up, basically, sure. you know, and make them turn against God. Sure. Meanwhile, what's really happening in the world is people don't want to be in religion anymore so that's why you don't have so many parishioners and you know like people's families that used to go to church don't go to church anyway satanic panic is something that is always happening yeah. It happened in the 90s when I oh, was Oh, even a Pokemon. When Pokemon came out, they were like, really? oh, that, yeah, because of evolution and shit, right? Yep, so they, yep, the Pokemon yep. evolved. So mm-hmm. they were like, oh, are they teaching this satanic shit to our kids and all that stuff? And it's like, bro, it's a game? Yeah. It's a game, it's but it's fine. It's just a game. It's just a game. Um, but like in the 90s, you know, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. yeah. That, right. was, that was the satanic panic that people Ooh. were like, I remember being in high school and like people were taught, you know, they're like, Oh, he worships the devil. He sucks his own cock. He yeah. does this. He does that. that. Well, like, that's a blessing. Yeah, I he thought can suck his own cock. Yeah. I'm like, that's he's great. A, he's winning. Yeah, he is. Because he removed a rib. Yeah, he removed a rib to suck his own cock. Also, he's um the that's nerdy nice. friend from uh the Wonder Years. <laughs> that was the rumor too. That he was the nerdy friend from the show The Wonder Years with. Wait, what? Fred Savage. No you, I know you guys don't know, know who the know. hell that I'm is. Sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm, that's awesome. I, I was just I'm so 40. Fa- I was just so fascinated by the rib thing. I, I've always, <laughs> I've always heard that was like yeah. lore, like it was yeah. kind of like a rumor. Like, but is it actually true? Did he really do that? Um, I don't know him personally, but of it, honestly, I, I that was something that I thought I Happened. had heard to be true. Yeah. I might 
do that. Where can I, uh, Jade? Can you punch in? Where can I get bottom rib removal? Yeah, yeah. Bottom where can I get? You know, it's the it's so the I pandemic. can suck my own dick. <laughs> exactly, it's a pandemic. Um, I'll look up a uh, bottom rib rib removal near me. Yeah, near me. Yeah, be perfect. Good. I just you know because I'm just oh re- rib removal surgery in Los Angeles. Los Angeles, perfect. Doctor Tim. Doctor Tim. Perfect. Oh, he's oh he's doing it. Yeah, Ooh. just keep that Ooh. one to the side and uh, for after. Uh, you got it, bro. You got it, bro. Yeah, no problem, yeah. man. Yeah. Anytime. It. it had a four men page too. So. Oh, uh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah, you might have to take a couple out. You know, you have to do it differently for a man than a woman because like they really have to get down there to like their pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you'd have to be so flexible. You have to have four ribs removed just so that you can put your feet behind your Just head. to get to the clip, bro. Straight up. That's fucked up. Is just, that, is just that, the clip. Is that a homosexual if you're doing it to yourself? Nope. No, that's asexual. Asexual. Yeah. Right. You jerk asexual. off. That's not gay. Interesting. People who are asexual usually just aren't into anything, but if you're yeah. just, I guess it's, I guess it's self-sexual, maybe? Yeah. yeah, there definitely needs a new term, like if it, you just SS. are But I think someone's used that before. We're onto something. Rip <laughs> yeah. removal and SS. Yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe. Wasn't it the Nazis? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was them. <laughs> oh, shout out. This is, we're starting out strong. Yeah. Nazism. Nazism. Pussies. Satanism. And Pussy so, leeches. So like, and then in the 2000s, uh, like Rob Zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Zombie had a moment. I mean, 2000 like, so much. I mean, yeah. so many he's, bands yeah. came out. He's made great yeah. movies, too. Like, uh, Oh, yeah. And, like, Slipknot got that shit, too. Yep. And, um, like, anybody that put paint on their face, Mudvayne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all it's all the Christian right just trying to do that thing, you know? Yeah. It's like, let's just get everybody hyped about some bullshit we don't like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Eh, it's fine. And the thing is, is, like, when are you going to learn? It's, like, it's funny because the satanic panic, similar to, like, war on drugs, similar to, you know, people trying to get rid of guns or whatever. Yeah. Getting, like, taking stuff away from people usually, like, like turns into them using it more. Yeah, for sure. You know sure. what I mean? Like, drugs are worse than ever because of the drug war. And it's, yeah. like... Um, and that's the thing with sat- satanic panic. It's like by people forcing people to be religious, it makes them not want to be religious. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Mm. Do it out of passion. Um, another fun fact about me. Uh, yes. Yep. When I was in fourth grade, it was the first year that they started like the dare program. Oh, so <laughs> I was in like the inaugural. So you were shooting up before fourth grade. Perfect. <laughs> we never even they dropped that. Shit they did. By the time they did. They got to me. No, yeah. no, no. You went to a different school, though, because I, I had a, it. I yeah. went to a pri- uh, private school. Oh, OK. And so basically their whole motto was don't teach them anything about the real world mm-hmm. and they'll be fine. <laughs> and then when they get to the real world, they're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. You know my school mean? was a b- little bit more real, but um, my parents were like, let's not tell them anything bad about life. <laughs> so like, I didn't know how to wash. I did not know how to wash and dry clothes. Like I didn't know how to do laundry at what? all. Same. Uh, at what age? Are uh, talking? Like college. Whoa. Yeah. Like the first load of laundry I ever did was in college in my dorm. And that was like <laughs> the one Miserable. week I didn't take it home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, You're like, wait, what do I do? Yeah. Um, I How didn't know how to do powder? that. Like banking, financial shit. Oh. Like, oh my God. That like, was fucky, huh? After yeah. high school, you're just like, you're just like, wait a minute. I have to take care of taxes and wait, yeah. I don't even know what a tax is. Yeah. Like, and now I have to file out these forms. Yeah. I've never even seen this form. Mm-hmm. I don't know what any of these definitions mean. Like. They really set you We up. do a poor job of setting yeah. our kids up. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, like, my parents got divorced when I was, like, uh, 18, 19 years old. Or 19 years old, yeah, I think. And uh, so thing. it was, like, <laughs> that situation was kind of, of course. bad right there. And then it's, like, plus you're going into the workforce and, yeah. you know, college and everything, too. And it's, like, you got to figure out, how am I going to afford this? How am I going to pay for my classes? How am I going to do this? Definitely. It sucked, you know? And then it was, like, I just yeah. had a crash course in life and... I got into, uh, I'm an insurance rep, 
and I've been doing that since I was 20. Oh my God, that's crazy. So, yeah, yeah. I pay, I pay health insurance bills. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Want to know how much an MRI is? How much? <laughs> Like three thousand dollars, so expensive. And so MRI, what do you get those for? I, uh, that's I'm, like when they do like the brain scan, the brain yep. scan. like the whole, or you can have the, a whole body scan. That's the tube that you. Yeah, go the in. tube. Yes, you go in. that you can't move for way too fucking long. Yeah, yeah. That shit's scared. I have claustrophobia. Oh, they have open MRIs. Oh, thank God. Yeah, where it's just you're sitting on a table and they have the thing come down on you. You know why I have claustrophobia? Why? I I wasn't born with it. No, I, I don't think anyone. It's not like being gay. No, it's not. It's <laughs> not. You are born gay. Anyways, but the point, my cousin Jake, mm-hmm. we, I mean, he's a year older than me. Mm-hmm. So we're always playing tough. Football, right. just indoors, anything. Okay. And sometimes when we were roughhousing, he would grab a pillow uh-huh. and put it on my head uh-huh. and then sit on it. Oh, and so I would be flailing, mm-hmm. try to get out, and I would just get super anxious and yeah, and I mean I was literally stuck. Yeah, and yeah. So it got me claustrophobic. Heck yeah, because I'm. So you're like, it, I can't join the Navy. We're not yeah. going on a submarine. Yeah. Well, that kind of stuff. I'm gonna be truthful. I don't really mind like submarines and stuff. But like for that. months at a time, dude. But your claustrophobia will take over. Probably. Yeah. I've never been on. Yeah. But I just like I really don't like narrow spaces and mm-hmm. like tiny little crawl spaces. Yeah. But if I want. I found a hack in my life. Mm-hmm. If I'm getting paid for doing it, yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Or if there's like something important, like I've had to save a lizard in yep. a tight space, mm-hmm. that's fine. I will get over my your fear, my fear yeah. to save that animal. But like, if if it hey, there's no reason, you're more f- you're I'll more fight out. or flight. Like you're more yeah. You're I like don't know what I am. Like you're like if I if it comes down to it, I have to do it. You know. Yeah. So I'm kind of like that too. It's like. I, I did that with comedy. I, w- I was so nervous to do oh my God. on stage anything. Tell and it was like about your first time, like get take okay. me through the emotions of the. Yeah. First yeah. Time. Okay. Paint it. Paint the picture. OK, so my first time was November 6th. That's my birthday. Are you kidding That's me? It's my fucking birthday. That's so awesome. That's really cool. That's so awesome. It's just a coincidence. <laughs> it is a coincidence. That's, that's, that's funny. That's so weird. And that's the same night that I met um, Zach Nicoletti and a bunch of the other guys, Charles yeah. Hill, um, Jason Vest. Yeah. Like, I met everybody that night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to the Detroit Burger Bar. And um, my friend had signed me up with Paul. Okay. Now, my Facebook name was Stephanie Ann because mm. I'm a middle-aged white woman. <laughs> and, and, and we don't put our names out. We're just like, oh, we're just going to drop the last name and just put our first and metal. Yeah. It's going to be so cute. And our kids' teachers can't find us. Yeah, that's so, smart. That's smart. Yeah, so teachers I was, should do that, too. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, I was like, okay. Um, he... My friend that signed me up, he didn't know my last name because we were just like comedy buddies just talking and stuff. Yeah. Like we met at Mark Ridley's at a show. We went to a Jamie Kennedy show there. Okay. Do you know who Jamie Kennedy is? Uh, it doesn't Hell sound yeah. familiar. He's the guy from, um, he had the Jamie Kennedy experience and uh, he see. had sc- Scream. He was yes, in Scream. I think you're right. Uh, honestly. Oh, no, B-Rad. He's B-Rad I'm from you, Malibu's Most Wanted. No. Yeah, yeah, you have to yeah. Watch that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, that's a great movie. You've never seen that, Noah. Malibu's never, Most Wanted is the best. It's ridiculous. Not only dude. have I never seen, I've never seen this guy's face. Do you know who Nick Swardson is? Yeah, yeah. Nick Swardson's in Malibu's Most Wanted. This too. is this so was like a funny. cult classic when we were growing up. Yeah, dude. hell like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I never. This <laughs> is so good, dude. Hell yeah. He's a rich kid. That's you know he. Dresses, He's from the Malibu, yeah, right? Yeah, he dress. He wants to be a rapper. <laughs> he dresses like that. He really. Is like this is me. This is who I am. And yeah. like his dad is a politician of some sort, ma- running for mayor or something. Yeah. And his dad's like, uh, 
basically <laughs> hires Anthony Anderson and Tay Diggs to okay, kidnap yeah. him and like show him really what the hood is about. <laughs> and they're actors, so they're really white too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he loves it, right? He ends up falling in love he with the hood shit. That he ends up falling in love uh with uh, that girl right there. I can't yeah. think of what her name is. Um This one, right? Yeah, the chick mm. from Scary Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Such a funny Cuz like all movie. of his like hood problems are like like man, why aren't you validating my parking, yeah. bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so good, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm watch that. That'll be funny. It is. The Nick He's so funny. He used to be. Uh, he was my favorite for so I long. I love Nick. Yeah. And bench warmers. Yeah, dude. Sunscreen. A grandma's boy. Grandma's yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. My he, doll's he, a whore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't make comedy movies like they used. No, nope. no, they don't no. Make comedy movies. I've been like saying this. But let's get back to the story. Okay. So, yes, please. So okay. You're at the show. You're seeing this comic at the show. Um, my my friend signed me up. I walk in and I'm like one of the first people there and Paul Pipitoni is yep. hosting for the night. Yeah. And I go up to him and I'm like, hi, my friend signed me up. You know, I'm like all green and stuff. And, sure. and he's like, you want to do comedy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He's like, your friend signed you up. Yeah. You want to do comedy? I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay. <laughs> and then, and then from there, like I just, I went up. Yeah. Um, I had, he kept bumping me. Of course, I mean, I st everyone yeah. gets bumped. Yeah, and I and Sucks. I needed that. I needed that because after that, the next mic I really did was after the, we uh, opened up in February, and I I haven't really gotten like bump bumped since, you know. Mm. Um, but I kept getting bumped, and it was really late in the night. And my friend was there; she lives right around the corner from the burger okay. bar, and I just went up there. And the bit that I did uh, was about turning forty, okay, and how. It didn't really bother me until I went on the Taco Bell website to get $5 off on a coupon, just get this a coupon, a, sign yeah. up for a coupon. And when my I got to the age ranges, like I'm in the third tier now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm one step away from death. Yeah, the, you know? eventually they'll just say and up, right? Yeah, like eventually yeah. the next one's yeah. like 55 and up, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. I'm like, holy shit, it's like 40, it's like 40 <laughs> to 54 yeah, yeah. and then 55 and oh. dead. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and so like terrible. I did a whole thing about that and I'm like, and then I, I talked about like, so even though I got really sad and I was like crying and, and I, I got my ass in the car and I went and I ordered my cheesy Hordita crunch <laughs> and I told and I told the lady how, how what had happened and the lady was like she was like girl don't worry we'll talk to corporate <laughs> we'll move you down a notch she's like we're gonna space it out a little bit more I love that it's so fucking funny I know imagine there's there's gonna be a time soon where when, when we all hit it where we're gonna be getting that veteran or not veteran uh what do they call old person discount oh oh um yeah. veteran no 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for ARP old person. <laughs> old person what geriatric no we have the discount senior senior citizen senior yeah, 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 yeah. So good real. shit why do we say senior I just That's wanted to say senior. all the old people words <laughs> I'm like <Yeah>. geriatric <laughs> oh, yeah. hag hag discount hag discount <laughs> I don't know yeah, you get to go order the early bird special and do stuff like that. So you do your first mic, yeah. and then you've only been doing comedy for half a year, right? Yeah, you, November six is months. Like six months, and you already have your own mic, and you host it, and you do well, and and you have your podcast, and you you do all these shows and such. I see you everywhere. Yeah, how did you get your host gig, or not your host gig, but like 
Is that what it's called? Like your bar that you run every so, Friday. So that okay. So how my you get so that? my friend Jen, who was at the at the uh, first mic with me, saw okay. how much I loved it. Yeah. And she was friends with the bartender at New Dodge, and she was just basically mm. like, um, "My friend really wants to get into comedy. Wow. When you guys, when we can open back up, what, yeah. what would you say to like doing a comedy night?" Okay. And then like the thought started early on. Yeah. And then we kind of, I just like, after I started doing Sanctioned by Stephanie and having everybody on the podcast mm-hmm. and meeting people and yeah. knowing this is something that I wanted to do, I was yeah. like, let's call Louie. So we called Louie and we had, din- we had, we actually had dinner at the burger bar. Okay. Cause I was like, this is where I did my first open mic. And he was just like, you're funny. I know you can bring people in. Let's do it. Oh, that's awesome. So, I mean, it's all you have to do in life is ask yeah. sometimes. And it's, it's like, so so many people have like preconceived notions. They think mm-hmm. that like, and they have politics and whatever and yeah. whatever and whatever. Literally, two years ago, I just was a mom that went to work all day, came home, sat with my kids all night, mm-hmm. didn't really do much, didn't sure. really have any outlet, sure. you know. And now look at what I'm doing. Yeah. And I don't know how this all happened. That's my whole thing. I'm like still like trying to figure it out. You started. And you tried. Yeah. And yeah. you didn't stop. And I ask and I and I talk to people, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know, all you have to do is talk to people yeah. and make them laugh. Mm-hmm. And then they'll fuck with you. Yeah. You know? Because that's like, I've never, I, I'm so new to this stuff. I, I haven't expected to be asked to host or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, it definitely, from an outside perspective, it seems like a great growth platform. Like, it yeah. seems like a great well, you're already grow. taking the first step. I mean, this, of course, you're a host right now. Yeah. You have the experience. That's That was my stepping stone. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But, I, but it is different than being in front Absolutely. of a live audience. I, it's, it's not to degrade podcasts or anything, mm-hmm. but being live on a stage with a microphone where you're holding it and right. there, that's so much better. I right. Mean, it's just, it is. And yeah, I just, I can't wait to that day where either I have my own mic or I get to do like some host gig or something because... That's just going to be so much fun. Like, cause I know I got, uh, loads of energy. Yeah. Like, and so I know I can do a great job of hyping the crowd up for the next comic mm-hmm. and, and keeping the crowd like entertained in between right. sets and right. like, and coming up with something goofy to bring up on the person sure. on stage instead of just like, cause I've se- I've been at, uh, open mics where like the, the host is real bland and there's right. Like, and the next guest is uh, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it's like a waste. And you know? just put it in yeah. and then they go. And then, you know, you kind of are killing the room by yeah. doing that. You're, yeah, you're, there's absolutely. There's it's You have to keep the momentum up. You have to keep you the pace to. up. If you don't, then everyone's going to get disinterested. So I did yeah. the ladies showcase for um, Knuckleheads. Yeah. And that was my first like official hosting get, gig yeah. other than my own mic. Mm-hmm. And I lost momentum. Oh. When I, when I introduced t-barb i lost momentum interesting you know i had a whole thing to say about her and i just like got up there and was like i just dead blah nothing i still did her a decent introduction you know but it was like i didn't say as much as i wanted to i didn't give her the justice that i felt she deserved as t-barb because she's amazing okay um so went outside had a smoke adam came out my buddy jason vest came out yeah they both said to me Look at the crowd. Talk to the audience. Yeah, you need to give it your all, and you better give Kara one hell of an introduction mm-hmm. when you, when she goes out there. Yeah, and I took what they said, mm-hmm. and I did it, mm-hmm. and I had the crowd 
cracking up. Yeah. And I gave her a good introduction, and that's kind of the the kind of training you yeah. need, like on the job training. So I'm going to throw something out to you right now. Sure. You want to try to host? Yeah. You can host New Dodge one week. That would be awesome. I'll let you That'll do everything. Pleasure. Yep. Um, I'll let you do everything. Um, <laughs> and That's uh, awesome. And you can uh, – yeah, you can do. You can start picking up little things here and there. That'd be awesome. I know you're good at that. Yeah. Because you can rap. I can rap. <laughs> you can rap. See, if you can rap, you can come up with anything. Yeah. So the freestyle, yeah. you got to be quick witted. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be. But that's why I said with New Dodge, I didn't really want to be the host at first. Interesting. I was like, maybe I'll just have another person host, mm. and then I'm like, maybe I'll just have some of the new guys host so that yeah. they can get one under their belt, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like the vein that I want to do. Like, I yeah. just, I'm like, I'm, if, you know, if anybody says to me, Hey, can you let me, you know, co-host with you or, you know, host, sure. I, I will let them do that because that's very kind of you when it happens, there's so much to it. People mm -hmm. are upstairs. People are downstairs. You're running up and down. You're running around. People want to talk to me. People want to talk to, you know, whoever the other, if the yeah. co-host is there, it's a lot. So that's why, I like to have a co-host too, mm -hmm. but last week I did it by myself and I was so worn out. <laughs> I couldn't walk for a day. Yeah. <laughs> like the one at, uh, new way mm -hmm. on Mondays, like, uh, Paul Pepitone, he has to bring, uh, Cara, Cara, Cara. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I Cara. had a little, uh, spasm. Karachi, Cara, Karachi, Cara, Karachi. And it, it's <laughs> because they're going for so long. I mean, it's like five hours. Yeah. It, that is strenuous. Yeah. You yeah. You know what I mean? And we thought about, um, doing fuckery at seven o'clock we've been thinking about that too so i'm trying to figure it out but right now we're fitting in about almost 30 comics a night and it's only gonna be growing yeah yeah it's literally only gonna be everybody's growing. coming out trixie's yeah. was lit the other night trixie's connor had so that was much so fun. many people and so, so much, much fun, fun. so was, many people connor killed it i love when there's a, a room like that because it's small right especially when there's a lot of people mm -hmm. It's tight. It's packed. The audience has no choice but to, to look, look at, at you. you and listen to you. Yeah, they're engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, they absolutely. If they're talking, you're an asshole. Yeah. And you can be called out immediately because you're so close. Right. It's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a that was a good night. I like, like that too. And then afterwards, we went to the bistro, which is complete opposite. Okay, so tell me about your first time at Boogies, because that that's where that's my that's where I really got my start. That's like one of the first mics that I went to. I've done it a couple of times now. Mm -hmm. the, the first oh, I thought it was your first time. I'm sorry. That one wasn't my yeah, first Yeah, you time. were there with me before, duh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but we'll do the first time. The first time was horrible. Yeah. The first yeah. time was horrible. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the first mics I ever even did. Yeah. Because I went to New Way. Mm -hmm. I, I went outside just to relax after my set, chill out, and John McDonald was out there. Yeah. And uh, saw a guy with a mustache. I was like, what's up, man? Mustache. Yeah. What's up? And we just started talking. Yeah. We kind of clicked right off the bat talking. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, listen, if you want to grow, you got to go to Woodward Bistro. Yep. He was like, they keep it real. If you're funny, they laugh. If mm -hmm. you're not, you're going to be miserable. And Or you're taking your lumps and you're, and you're learning from it. Exactly. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, sounds good. Blah, blah, blah. I went the mm -hmm. next day. I went and, uh, Jesus, I was... Just, it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> so uh, many people talking. So many yep. people talking. I felt like the mic wasn't loud enough. Like it wasn't reach. I felt like what my voice was, what I was saying wasn't yep. even getting out to the crowd. Right. You kind of have to, you kind of have to, you know, amp up your voice a little bit in that Not room, too. especially when people are talking and stuff. But that room is, that room is like a battlefield. 
It's a yeah. battlefield for a comic because you're fighting for that attention. Mm-hmm. But if you go up there and you act like you don't, you're, you know, you pay attention to me, yeah. you know, if you go up there with a good attitude, yeah. like you can kill it. You can knock it out of the yeah. park there. So the first time I did horrible. Right. I mean, literally horrible. It was so depressing. I understand. Not, not like literally depressing, but like, uh, like from an internal standpoint or a mental standpoint, but like from an outside perspective, like if I was somebody watching, watching. me perform, I'd right. be like, wow, this guy sucks. Yeah. Like that yeah. kind of shit. So it was kind of sad. But what I did was blah, blah, blah. Didn't let it get me down. Yeah. Listen to the set. I'm like, Jesus, this fucking sucks. This is what I got fixed. Blah, blah, blah. Next time I come out there, mm-hmm. I, I've had so many sets under my, well, it's not so many, but compared to what I started with, yeah, started yeah. with, I've been doing a lot of sets. And so I've gotten much more comfortable. Right. I came out there. Mm-hmm. First thing I did was belly slid into a pile of dancing powder. Oh, my God. And then God. pretended to snort it. Oh, my God. And so that immediately got the crowd, right? It's so great. Immediately got the crowd. And then, boom, I pop up. I thought and you were joking about that. No. <laughs> serious. That's awesome. And then I got the crowd with that. I, I roll right into, you know, when you go there, it's in Detroit, so they have to feel you up to make sure you're not got any weapons Yeah, or yeah, anything. they check you out. They check you out. So I say... I'm not even a comic. I just come here for the free ball grope. Yeah. And then I'd go into this whole bit and then everyone's laughing because everyone gets their balls groped there. Yeah, yeah, so they, they do. they all can relate. They're like, yeah, oh, we just got our balls groped. Uh. Oh, at Woodward Bistro, the security guard has groped many a ball. Many, <laughs> many a ball. And I did this. And tried to grope me once. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, he probably didn't try. <laughs> no, he, he he's very sweet. He walks me in a car every Slipped time. Slipped a finger. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I'm fucking lonely out here. She's dry like the Sahara Desert. Don't threaten me with good times. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. Uh, yeah, I, I, my brain went to So Woodward bad. Bistro was awesome. Woodward was, so the second time yeah. was fucking amazing. Amazing, yeah. And, jeez, man, it's just... That's the thing is what I'm just getting so much more comfortable. Yeah, it's you just got to you just got to get more comfortable, get out there more. Um, I mean, I I honestly the thing that really helped me was I just said to myself, you know what? I'm going to go to every mic I can. Every yeah. mic I can. If my kids are going to bed at seven o'clock, like because they bye do because, you know, melatonin. Um, <laughs> but no, they they seriously just go to bed early. But yeah. um, I'm like, they're going to bed. My husband's home. Why the hell not? Yeah. So I you know I mean I just jump in the car and go, yeah. you know. So I get the miles. <laughs> this week is the first week where I've ever done two mics in one day. I know that's like weird because a lot of people do that. Mine was the night of Dooley's. Really, the first night of Dooley's. I did Dooley's. I hosted Dooley's. Yeah, we got done. Um, I jumped in the car. Kara had just left before me. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Okay, I put you down," <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, I'll be there in 15 or whatever." Yeah. Went right there, and I closed out the night, and there was a birthday party, and I did the birthday thing that I did last night. Did you find that the second set was better than the first? Yeah. Like, I felt like... Well, I mean, like, hosting was is pretty much, you know, all okay. day, but, but I did my set because f- I've been preparing for things, yeah. and I'm like, I did my set first, and I was like, eh, it was okay, but yeah. at Woodward Bistro, it was a lot better, yeah. Yeah, I just felt like... Uh, Getting that first one out of the way yeah. made me more prepared and just like ready for the second it's one. It's like masturbating before sex. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get your it nut is. and then you go and get your good nut. 100%. There you go. That's a great analogy. And it really honestly is. Honestly, like it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just, you know, that's what I've been trying to do is like get the reps in mm-hmm. and 
I mean, dude, it brings me alive. Like, I just, I love that shit so much. I was talking to Nick, uh, Nick Ford last yeah. night, and we were just talking, and we were just kind of like flabbergasted, if you will, mm-hmm. at just like, we're just like, dude, isn't this the best part of our day? Yeah. I was like, there's nothing better than coming here, talking to your friends, yeah, getting on stage, releasing your emotions, yeah. Even if you don't have a good night, like, I don't let it get me down. And the craziest thing, too, is, like, the social interaction with the other comedians, it it leads to funny bits. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things that happen when we're yeah. in the parking lot at Parts and Labor, you yeah. know, a lot of the things that happen when we're just hanging out at New Way, mm-hmm. some funny shit has been, like, has blossomed from those moments, a lot yeah. of stuff. Like, I got ideas from from different different subjects that we've talked about and things like that i know other people do too and we've gotten a lot of good footage like i mean the whole your whole rap was so great like that that's such a funny ass video like i just crack up every time i think about like because we're white because we're white (laughs) and you guys went for so long it was the best it was like that was one of my favorite nights ever it's funny because that was like one of the first times, if not the first time I met JD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he brought his speaker. Yeah, well, he brings and, it everywhere. <laughs> and I thought like, and he, I haven't seen him bring it in a while. And yeah. so like, I've been sad about that because I thought the first two times I saw him, he brought the speaker. So I was like, yeah, yeah. every time I see this guy, I know he's going to have the speaker. Yeah. And he has been bringing it around. He's going to bring that speaker back. I love yeah, that. Yeah, bring thing. the speaker back. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, after he uh, co-hosted yeah. uh, Fuckery, I went and bought a speaker. Okay, that's yeah, smart. I was like, oh, there's one on sale here at Sam's Club. Let me go get one. So I got a little mini speaker, and like I have it at Fuckery all the time. Yeah, it's unless smart. I'm not there, I don't want to leave it there. So of course, that's yeah. smart though because I love a mic with. Uh, that's one of my favorite things about Bistro. Yeah, is the music while they're bringing the people up on stage. It's a really good addition. I love that. I, I honestly, if anybody's out there that is like a DJ in training that just yeah. wants to do something for fun and for free because I don't get paid for that. Yeah, um, you can hit me up and. I will I will take a look at what you got or yeah. listen to what you have and you can come out and DJ for me but and it's smart yeah it's, it's yeah. smart for the person that is going to do it because it keeps the vibe man. yeah it's yeah. not especially when we're dealing with our passions like this like it's not about the money yeah you got you gotta do it for the love of the game and and what's gonna happen is you're gonna get a lot of learning experiences yeah. from and it's super this, hard to do it yourself like I tried doing it on my phone with Spotify on the speaker. It's too hard to do it yourself. Yeah, you need somebody. There's probably, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Especially you as the host, like you're mm-hmm. trying to think of what's coming and yeah. then you have to pick a song. Booty, like, booty, 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 rocket everywhere. Oh <laughs> yeah. wait, did I just play Miss New Booty three times? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. like, Nobody's sorry, mad. <laughs> sorry, sorry guys. I did not mean to introduce you all with that. <laughs> Bubba Sparks in the house. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I totally understand, but I think that would be, that'll be awesome if you can that figured out with like yeah. a DJ coming out there. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll fuck. figure we'll figure something I, out. I love uh, y- YouTubers. Hit me up for real. <laughs> I love the bar that you hosted at because uh, it's the only bar that I've been to with the upper decker. Yeah, and not that it's like packed out too necessarily yet. Yeah, but we are also in the middle of like some kind of you know global thing. Right, <laughs> the so, panty. So what? that so What's that going on? that would tamper down like yeah. audiences as well. I'm t- it would be so amazing to have that bitch packed, people hanging over the railings. Yeah. Like, well, would, even oh. half capacity is 160 there. That would That's crazy. half capacity. And so, so all the viewers, if you are in the Michigan area, yeah. please come out support us. Hammy trammy. At the minimum, mm-hmm. you'll have good time laughing. Yeah. At the minimum. Yeah, for sure. And then um and then like 
I every first and third Tuesday I okay. do Dooley's too yeah. now, and that's 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 gonna be a that's a fun one. I think that was a fun one the first night. I'm hoping that that continues to be a fun time because it it was and it was and I can and I can do the double dip every time. You know, I can go to Woodward Bistro afterwards because yeah. I know Boogie will be like, "Hey, come on, girl." Yeah, yeah. We went. We actually did a party together over the weekend. Uh, um, not, was it last weekend? I can't remember it, it, for bird With boogie. Yeah. Yeah. And we, um, we're sitting there together for like three hours waiting for this party to start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was Dang. so fun. I mean, there's just so many, like so many different times where you just like, you think that you're going to hate your time that you're, okay. you know, like I have to sit here and wait, you know? Mm -hmm. Sure. But sitting there with Alton and yeah. talking to him like it was just it made it all the much better and like I was just like you know what I seriously that guy he's he's such a class act I dig him so much like there's so many people like like JD mm, um Jason Vest like all those guys um and of course you and Zach and Thanks. Kara like everybody just awesome people man I agree I agree they're uh I know I was I was thinking about that earlier like about how you know, there are a lot of very nice people mm -hmm. in the community and, you know, I'm in it so fresh, so I don't yeah. know all everything, right. but so far my experience has been pleasant and, you know, that's something that's not guaranteed. Like I was honestly expecting it to be a complete shit show where it's going to be a room full of assholes yep. and I'm not going to talk to anybody and I'm just going to sit by myself for hours yeah. to wait to get on my set and then get off and... Then there's going to be people giving me mean mugs and like that yeah. was kind of the expectation. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I thought people were going to be like, "Who does this bitch think she is? Go back home, and do PTA shit." You know yeah. what I mean? Like I I really thought. And and then the thing is, is that like, I, you know, I I met some people in the beginning that like were really really cool mm -hmm. and just just dug what I was telling them. Like I've been locked in my basement for months. I need to do something. You know, I've been writing stuff. I'm yeah. going to go do this, you know, and just yeah. two supportive people leads to 5,000. You know what I mean? We have I, so many people that are just right there for you. I've noticed that too. Uh, it's like, I've noticed that I don't know if it's just because I'm becoming more friendly with everybody, mm -hmm. but I just feel like the more time that I spend around everybody, like, yeah, our bond as an entire group is just getting stronger. Yeah. I don't know if that, it's just like something because I'm hanging around more. Yeah. Or if we're genuinely growing together. Yeah. Creating a bigger bond. Like, I don't know, but it feels like well, we are. When you start walking up and now everybody's like, hey, Noah, hey, yeah, Noah, hey, it's Noah. It's a good feeling. You know, you know that you're like people and people laugh. And when people laugh at you, too, mm -hmm. it's like they start to pay attention to you more. Sure. And that's that's kind of what happened. Like, you know what? I made a couple people laugh and started to pay attention to me. So it's yeah. like, it just happens. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's been a whirlwind. Um, mm -hmm. my husband's like, holy shit, I can't believe this. You I know, bet. my, my, my brother came to parts and labor last yeah. week. So that was oh, my yeah. first family member that came out. How was that? That sounds crazy. Um, he was just like, Steph, you're so good. Oh, that's awesome. And I just I just was like, I love you so much. Thank you for coming out. And he he's a nurse and very I mean, he's vaccinated, but you know, very paranoid about COVID for sure. his family. So he kept his mask on the whole time, but it really helped it made me feel good. Yeah. Um 
I'm hoping my dad comes out soon, but you know he's being very cautious with COVID, and he's an older man. Understand with old balls. My mom, came, <laughs> huh? my mom, my mom came to my first show. Yeah, she did. And I didn't uh, sit next to her or anything. Yeah, like we came. You in, can't. You can't. We came in separate. Yeah, and like she sat across the room, and like I would like peek over and just be like <laughs> so cute. i don't know her because like i didn't want anyone to know like oh my mom's, mom's here. my mommy's here Aww, yeah, i love good. that though um yeah, like it, it was nice my friends have been super supportive um mm-hmm. all of my friends have come out it, at least once you know mm-hmm. to come see me i mean people that i actually one girl came out to parts and labor that i hadn't hung out with in years Damn. just because we had kids and then it's like we kind of got away from each other yeah. And she came out to parts and labor and she had a blast, you know? So oh, yeah. it was like, I, I love when, when people enjoy what we're doing. And I mean, like, yeah, it's just so much more encouraging. It makes you want to keep creating. Oh yeah. I love, I love bringing new bits to the stage. Yeah. I bring new bits every time I go, but I bring new bitches to I, the stage. I, <laughs> wish, I wish I had that many bitches. I, I don't sadly. I got like one or two in Nebraska. Yeah. But, you know, they don't travel. Yeah. I have to go to Nebraska, and it's just this whole fucking shenanigans. Why Nebraska? I don't know. It's just I have this high-density population. Okay. Yeah, okay. of corn lovers. Yeah, okay. fans in Nebraska for some reason. Got uh, it. But Fuck bitches, get money. They taught me how to ride horses. <laughs> yeah. But uh, where was I going with that? <laughs> horses. I don't, I don't know where <laughs> I was Bringing going. new bits on stage. <laughs> new bits. Oh, I sorry. Love, I love that because it's that's what gives me the thrill these days. Like, yeah. It, it's weird because like since i'm getting so comfortable mm-hmm. if i bring old bits on stage like sometimes i don't even like the bit anymore right right so i'm just like fuck that bit i don't mm-hmm. even like that bit even if it does well yeah like i just you know and i don't feel it I'm yeah like, fuck that bit I w- yeah. i'd rather bring a new bit that it's like this is, is you this is what i'm on now. yeah yeah definitely something completely different and always something scary. always something life relatable is always what makes me laugh like you have to think the audience is filled with so many people. Yeah. So many different walks of life. Yeah. They may, they, you know, different sexualities, different, different living situations, you know, and you just got to think of stuff that will make all of them laugh. Yeah. Make them all laugh because if you can't make everybody laugh, if you can't make everybody laugh at least one time Mm -hmm. in from, you know, in an audience, like you have to try to make them all chuckle and laugh. It's so much, that and that's that's my that's my goal. I try to make everybody mm-hmm. at least chuckle at me once. I uh, it's funny because you know we all bomb, right? We all. Oh bomb. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I read this article. It was like a few page article uh, posted in the MCN, mm-hmm. and it was about talking about Bombing. bombing. Mm-hmm. Did I you read, read that, that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have actually used shit from it that has worked. Yeah. The talk to and with the audience yep. when you're bombing that fucking works. Yeah, yeah. It really does. It gets them engaged because yeah. like. Uh, especially if you like are asking questions mm-hmm. and, and really pointing out at them because uh, they have no choice but to pay attention to you when you call them out. Yeah. They're like, what? Oh, shit. What's going on? Yeah. And, and so they get the eyes on. And then if you are doing that all across the room. Right. Boom. Boom. Now you just engage the entire room. Right. By boom. That corner, this corner, this Everything. corner, front. Boom. Mm-hmm. boom, boom. And then then you got them back. All right. Let's try material again. Right. Right. And it, it works. It does. It, it works. It fucking works. Yep. Yep. It does. Crazy. It does. Um, and the other thing that uh, that I liked, um, I like to I like to do mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I keep reminding myself, Jason's voice that night at the ladies show. Okay. Look at the damn audience. Talk. Oh yeah. Talk right to them. Eye contact. Talk yeah. right to them because I like to look up. 
I love to look up. I'm probably looking. You like to look down. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. It's like try to just keep it at the eye point Mm -hmm. and I agree. Deliver it, you know, just as as good as you can. I agree. I noticed that uh, the times I'm doing the worst, Mm -hmm. I'm looking down or I'm looking to the side. Yeah. And I'm not engaging eye contact with the audience. Like the first night I tried it, I got off the stage at New Way. Mm. I walked off the stage because of that damn light. Because I was like, I need to look at the crowd and I can't see them because of this light. It's truth. That and, is the truth about New Way. that was the first night that I actually like felt really good about it. Mm. You know, I was like, I actually sat there, talked to people, mm. delivered it. I was cocky. Yeah. I'm not a cocky person, <laughs> you know, so sure. it was like, but I went in there and I, pay, I played the role and I did what I was supposed to do. And that was the one time that I just was like really confident about it. And that's when I was like, you know yeah. what, whatever makes you feel comfortable do it. Yeah, totally. You know, like at Ridley's, I had the stool was like way too close to the mic stand and I was walking around it and I should have moved it. Okay. It's like I was uncomfortable. Yeah. That's why it wasn't great. You know, yeah. it was like, and and I was like, I didn't think my first time there was going to be great, but I mean, I almost fell off the fucking stage because I was wrapped around the cord and the damn, you know, the stool's <laughs> yeah. there too. So make yourself comfortable. Totally. Always take your time. Because they're going to let you do your time. Oh, my God. Isn't it so important to take a breath? Yes. Sometimes. Before you start. Well, even in the middle of your set. Even then, too. Take a fucking breath. That, I always get yelled. Crazy. I always get told to wait for your fucking laugh. Yeah. You deliver that punchline and you don't wait for your laugh. Like, Sometimes, so many people tell me that. And it's like, I have to learn how to pause. Yeah. Yeah. There was uh, I was watching this Louis C.K. bit when he was 21, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and it was really fast. Like yeah. he was speeding. It was still his voice. It yeah. was still him. You could tell that definitely it's a Louis that we all know and love. Yeah, but it was really fast. And mm-hmm. I was reading the comments to see just I don't know, it's fucking what yeah. we do. And it said slow down to 0.75. Oh my god, sorry. Slow down to 0.75 speed. Okay, you'll be amazed. You slowed it down to 0.75 speed. It sounded like. 45 year old right fucking Louis. right right wow, right that's cool nice in that night when i saw the video i had a mic and i mm-hmm. went and did it and the only i didn't even i swear i didn't even bring material to the stage i own i just told myself go 75 percent speed yeah and i fucking did really well yeah yeah i did really well yeah. i felt just like i was in control yeah and i wasn't letting my words like my words be in control if that like, cause sometimes the words just come out and come out, and that'll cause you to yeah. have anxiety too. Yeah, you know? yeah. you're not controlling the. You words. got like wo- you got like word vomit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's a good. The uh, the the clock is the thing that I fixated on first. I think I, in I which got way? It, and so many people that bo- it bothers me now looking back at how I was with it. I was so obsessed. Like I got to get this five minutes. Then I got to get this. I got to get seven. I got to get ten. I got to get fifteen. I got to do this. Don't fixate on your time. Don't fixate on the clock. Like, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, showrunners, if you're doing good and you have a 10-minute set and you go over to 15, they're going to let you go if you're doing good. Mm-hmm. Just make sure your shit is right, you know? Don't I look agree. at that clock. Don't worry about it. Don't set yourself limits. I mean, sky's the limit, you know? That's what I say. And you just got to keep going. I agree with what you what you say. I actually hate when there's a clock that I can see. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see three minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah. When I know I have seven minutes, it sucks yeah. because it, it snaps me out of my vibe. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. What the, wait, now I have 
like instead of just flowing, mm-hmm. I just broke my flow. Yeah. Because of a time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like just getting the light and if, then being like, oh, okay, I got to end soon. Yeah. Like what I, what, what the first time with a clock, um, was at a rusty nail open mic sure. when they still, when they had the three open mic spots after the show. Okay. And it was me, Zach Nicoletti and Ryan Brown. Yeah. And, uh, and when I well Zach went up first and the crowd was rowdy, they weren't paying attention, nothing like that. But I didn't really I didn't even realize the clock was there. And and a couple times I've done shows for Knuckleheads, like sure. I forget the clock's there, you know. Yeah. But um but like I glanced down and it just completely was like numbers. And then yeah. I just stopped, you know, and I was like, okay, that's when you take a breath and you have to like recollect. Yeah. That's probably the only time I was like kind of slow in my bit because like I said, always in I've been, I was always one of those people trying to get everything out. I'm a very wordy bitch. I need to yeah. cut. So I went through and I've oh. cut out so many words. You know what? I was telling you before the show, one mm-hmm. of my favorite quotes. I'll tell you another yeah. one of my favorite quotes. Omit mm-hmm. unnecessary. Uh, oh, shit. Great. Oh, how Omit. are you, you going to ruin a fucking quote, guy? <laughs> favorite. Yeah, my favorite. It's basically along the lines of omit useless words. Okay. And uh, it's just beautiful because it's like. Except fuck and shit true. and damn and stuff. Well, those are useful. Yeah, they are. Those are yeah. useful. Yeah. <laughs> fuck is a noun, a verb, an adjective. It's a sentence <laughs> enhancer. But yeah. like, for example, like uh, there are phrases that we use in everyday life that mm-hmm. the first say are six words. Right. But there's a exactly, uh, there's a phrase that is also getting the same emotion out that's one word. Right. So omit useless words. Use the other phrase that's just one word. Yeah. So that you don't have to say six. Right. And you're getting the same emotion out because all yeah. words are are vehicles of emotion. Right. Exactly. And if and if with stand up, if you're way too wordy, you lose, you lose people. Lose them. You lose them fast. Too. So quick. So quick. So, uh, Ten seconds. If yeah. you go on stage and you're not even like. I mean, we all see it. We go to mics almost every yeah. day. We see people go up on yeah. stage and lose the audience in less than 10 seconds. And people are just like, great, we have to sit through this five minutes. Yeah. Like, um, we don't want to see this. When I was, I have the waterfalls bit. And when mm-hmm. I first did it, it was an entire song. Oh, wow. It was long. Like it, two, three minutes? It was like five or six lines. Like I did the whole chorus pretty much. Okay. So then I cut it down, cut it down to like four, four lines. Sure. And then I did it in Battle Creek at uh, the old JB Whiskey's mic. Okay. And uh, we, I went with Jason Best. We did a turn and burn. <laughs> went right after work. Yeah. Went to Battle Creek. Came right back after the mic. And that was such a fun night. That was the night that got me really hooked, you know, because it was like the, ex- the it was exhilarating to, yeah. to have that. Um, yeah. But after that, he was like, eh, shorten it. <laughs> I'm like, well, how short? And he's like, like two lines. Sure. And I said, you're right. It was an entire song. Now it's like half of, you know, half a chorus. Yeah. And that's sometimes that's the best thing to do. It's like cut out the fat, cut the fat, oh get to the point. You it's know, beautiful. There was this book I read uh, by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. It was called Stephen King on writing. Yeah. And, um, you know, a big part of that book was about that, about cutting the fat. And like, I believe he said something like 30 percent of his first drafts. Right. He cuts. Yeah. At, at the minimum. Like yeah. He starts at like 30%. Yeah. And then if necessary, he'll cut more. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's very important. We were talking before the show about reading. That's, it's very, very important. It will make you better. You it's learn, fundamental. You're, it is. <laughs> you, you learn things. Uh, I mean, I'm reading this one book. It's very tiny. It's yeah. like 70 pages. Yeah. It's called the elements and style of writing. Yeah. 
It's not even about comedy. It's mm -hmm. about writing because mm -hmm. that's the basis of what comedy is. Yeah. In some major ways yeah. is, is writing. If you don't know how to genuinely write and you don't understand the rule book of writing. You're never going to be able to go out in there and just riff well, and roll like, if you don't have a basis. I think that. I think that there are exceptions. Some people, there, yeah. There are people that say that they go on stage and they just freestyle. I'm like, wow, kudos to you. Yeah, it's hard. But, but I also, as much as I have an appreciation for that, I also love a finely crafted joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not very good at those yet. But yeah. I will be. I just started. Well, you're very young. I mean, like, and, and honestly, like, I'm, I'm 40 years old doing this, and yeah. it, was, it was just something that I just always wanted to do. If I was 21 doing this, I wouldn't have done this. Mm. I would it, I would probably have been the drunkest person at the bar mm. having every guy, you know, drive me home and take care of me because I'm a fucking train wreck, you know? And and honestly that's what it is. And it's like now it's like okay, I have more maturity, I have more uh, I yeah. I'm like I'm a grown ass bitch. Like I know what the fuck I'm doing, you know? Um so it's kind of like I think this was the perfect timing. I was talking yeah. to to Kara about this on my sure. podcast. Yeah, she says the same thing. You know, 15 years ago, if I would have done this, but you know, now I th I'm like, I'm mature and I know what's going on and I'm not going to be out there drinking all the time and stuff. Yeah. And that's kind of how like I look at it too. So I'm now is the time. It feels really good to to be getting recognition from people. Yeah. I I still am like, oh, please like me, but I'm like, oh, maybe they do, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, like I don't think I could have done this even five years ago I was really heavy I was um like 600 pounds almost like 570 something I think at my biggest and I had bariatric surgery because I really wanted kids I couldn't get pregnant wow so um doctor was like you're unhealthy as fuck you have diabetes like yeah you need to like lose some weight yeah. so I had bariatric surgery I had gastric sleeve in 2012 and was, was that Gastric sleeve surgery is, okay, so bypass is like they reroute your stomach so that you bypass the stomach altogether. Yeah. So people eat and then it goes right into their intestinal system. It's okay. in Instead of like burning it and making it into calories that you store as fat. Right. Yeah. So you can't really eat fat. You can't really eat like sugars. Mm. You get this severe thing called dumping syndrome with that. Mm. Well, Around that time, they came out with this gastric sleeve, and that's basically they cut your pouch, your stomach to a pouch sure. of four ounces. Wow. Yeah. So, so you just have a smaller stomach in a you way, just have right? a, You can still eat the same kinds of things. It's just you're eating small things. Like, I eat kids' meals. I eat mm. kids' meals for, like, if I go <laughs> get a Happy Meal. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, I eat kids' meals. I can still eat shit, but, right. <laughs> like, I smaller have to portions. eat small, smaller portions. Interesting. And I can drink a, I can drink a lot, too, um, but, like, you could – Liquids are pretty unlimited. Like you can drink water yeah, all day, piss. but, um, I mm -hmm. lost, so I lost. So now I'm like 250. Okay. Yeah, I'm not thin by any means, but, um, this is kind of the body I'm built for, you know? So I'm really comfortable in my own skin oh, finally. Yeah. Yeah. And this was the time that was like, I have to do this. Yeah. So, um, like I lost like the 250 pounds in like six yeah. months and got pregnant right away. It had, had both my babies back to back two years apart and then finally started losing the baby weight because mm -hmm. I did gain weight back because of the babies. Yeah, of course. Lost the baby weight and then just started gaining more confidence. And then I did my other podcast. I started another, mm -hmm. a podcast um, called She Unit. 
We did that for like That's a year a and a half. It was shush, shush, she you That's a really good name. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And it was really fun. It was like one of the best. And it made me feel like I was creating something. I had we, we had people over sometimes and have a guest or we just, the three of us would just talk. Yeah. And I loved it so much. And it brought the three of us together. But then like with COVID and everything, we kind of all just fell apart. So right. it was like, don't want to do the podcast anymore. Understandable. You know, so um, I just was like, why not? This is the time. This is the time to do mm-hmm. it. So that's kind of been my journey. It was like, you know, yeah. I mean, I was I was kind of popular in high school. I was a cheerleader. I sure. was I was um I played three sports. I played yeah. tennis, v- volleyball, and softball. Mm. And you were you hitting know, home runs and softball. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a write up in the Monroe oh. County paper. <laughs> damn, damn girl. I got a triple <laughs> against Summerfield. Oh damn, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I sucked at baseball. Yeah. But yeah. I remember, I, oh my God, this was literally tormenting. Uh-huh. Okay. I sucked at batting. Like, uh-huh. I wasn't very good. Like, if I hit, it was going in the infield or rarely, like, into the outfield. Okay. Never homers, never no. even close. Yeah. Right? <laughs> very small guy. Yeah. And uh, I get up to plate. One of the fucking dads mm-hmm. chirps me. And he's like, oh, great. This guy again? Oh, no, oh, no, God. no. Oh, my God. That's classic, though. <laughs> but guess what happens? Yeah, what? I size up the pitch mm-hmm. and I fucking crush it. Yeah, like the deepest what hit a moment. that I ever hit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hit a home run, but I got to second base and I was just like, I was just like, fuck you, guy. That was yeah. my band teacher too. <laughs> that was no, it wasn't, dude. That's fucking perfect. Band teacher. He was telling. He was like, this guy again. Really? You were like, suck my trombone, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, not to throw dirt on this guy, but the guy was a scumbag. He got expelled from the school because there was porn on his work computer. This guy again? Yeah, so I really, bet it, I bet it was asshole. pictures of, with Noah's head painted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God, this guy was such an asshole. I just had another memory popping. Okay, head. what happened? I, so band class, blah, yeah. blah, blah. We're It's like one of the first weeks of school. Uh-huh. I wanted to play drums. Uh-huh. He said, absolutely not. You're playing trumpet. I'm like, great, thanks, dude. Okay. So I'm playing trumpet, weeks in, blah, 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 come in. I didn't study for band practice. You mm-hmm. have to clock your hours. Right. I was like, fuck you, guy, I'm not playing trumpet. Right. He grabs my sack lunch <gasps> and whips oh, I thought, I thought it against I thought sack. sack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to call it a lunch only. No, no sack lunch. It's a very, sack lunch. It's very specific. But the, he whipped the it. The brown thing. He whipped it at the wall. Oh, shit. The, my applesauce exploded. Oh, my, my ham God. sandwich. Like, Violence. Literally, my entire lunch was all over the the whiteboard and the the wall and uh How did he not get canceled for this? It gets even oh, crazy. Oh, okay. It really okay. gets crazier. Okay, go. I don't know how <laughs> we didn't get uh fired. Uh-huh. But he grabs me by my neck. <gasps> no. And, and he's like choking me. Fuck. And I'm literally crying oh, because I, I'm a kid. I'm in middle school. Mm-hmm. This is a grown man choking a child. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm in pain. I'm yeah. scared. My lunch is on the wall. There's all this uh stimulation. I'm literally crying. Everyone in class is like, what the fuck? He lets me go. I run out of the class. And I'm like, I oh, run nice. straight to the principal yeah. office. Yeah, a few kids followed me. We went to the nice. principal. Guess what? They didn't believe us. They didn't believe of course you? They didn't believe us. Oh, my God. Wasn't your neck red? I mean, I don't, I don't know. But yeah. They literally were like, you guys are not telling if, the truth. If a kid comes out of nowhere, like crying and distraught, you have to pay attention. I'm, I'm sorry. And I had and backup. And you're young. Like these people should have been, is, wait, where I is this I had backup. 
private oh, school. Private though. school. Sterling private school. They can okay. do what they want. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're just like they're Crazy. like we we beat our kids here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we yo. choke them out until they're blue and they pass out. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Their friends got to carry them down to the principal. That happened in my school. And the whole school would be on fire from the parents. <laughs> right. It would be crazy. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it was. It was so funny. Insane. Oh my insane. god. It's funny looking back. Terrifying yeah. in the moment. Yeah. Like the worst that I ever had with teachers was like. The guy teachers were like, if I wore a low cut top, they looked oh. down there. Yeah, I've had tits since, since I was. You nine. said they looked down there. Oh yeah, they oh, would look down there. No, like, well, they come and you know when they walk down the aisle yeah. and you got all the desks and everything, and yeah. it's just like, and and in the nineties, it was just so like blatant too. Like, so normalized. Nobody, yeah. There was no Me Too movement. No. So like, we was, actually yeah. we had some teacher, we had some guy teachers. I mean, there were some rumors. Yeah. Yeah, like I believe. It. Guy well, teachers. and even with what you said too, right? With uh, with Noah's situation, like parents didn't believe kids back then too. You know what I mean? No, it's like like no, if it, no, if no. you were like, hey, the teacher was looking down at my boobs, like they would never believe you at yeah. all. You know what I mean, it was yeah. very rare. That's yeah, terrifying. fucked. Yeah, that just reminds me of when I told my mom I was molested, and she really didn't believe me. No, it happened to my yeah. No, it happened to my fiance too. Straight up, I mean, it happens to a lot of people. The it's it's terrifying that uh, you know, it's it's kind of gonna t be something that I take uh, in the future for my kids. Like, yeah, you know, really don't give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, yeah, even if they are a child, like that, you know, no, I don't believe that. Maybe some kids, but. I do I that with my kids. Kid like my kid will roll up, up like that. My kid will roll up with some dumb bullshit to me and I'll be like, okay, let's investigate. Yeah, let's try to let's see if this is real. He'll come up to me and he'll be like, he'll be like, Mama said that you are a bad mom and that I don't have to listen to you. And I'm like, okay, kid, when did she say this? You know, and right. then I just like, I try to investigate it. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And he part. tries to do that. And then I'll, I'll like, I'll go to my husband and I'll be like, hey, you know, text your mom. Did she say some shit about me? And he'll be like, eh, I'm not even going to open that can of worms. Who cares? And I'm like, yeah, that's true. But <laughs> I'll tell my kid, you know, you can't cry wolf. Sure. You can't oh, cry wolf. Stuck with me my whole life, that man. That is so big. Yeah. It's so big. And I've seen it countless times. I'm, I know I'm very young, but I've seen it countless times where, where people do cry wolf. Mm -hmm. And then and then they actually do need help. Yeah. And you're just like, dude, come on. Like, yeah. I can't trust you. Like, you cried wolf so many times. Like, I've told him that story so really many times. Yeah, I've told him that story so many times. And then it's like, and then my, and like something does happen. I'll say, yeah. see, this is why I didn't believe you because all those other times you told me this, yeah. it wasn't true. It, it makes it hard. And yeah. of course it's not fair, but life isn't fair. No, not at all. You gotta, you gotta learn these things because yeah. there will be moments in time where you do need it. Yeah. You need, whatever it may be, help or just someone to talk to. But yeah. And the other thing I do with my kids is I, do, I try not to pressure them too much. You know, like I don't make them have like a certain time to eat. You know, it's, they, my, my oldest son is very picky. So I'm like, you can eat whenever you want. He eats like so slow. It takes him like two hours to eat a Lunchable. I'm not even kidding. A Lunchable? Yeah. He'll eat like one walk away oh my goodness go play minecraft come back you know that's impressive yeah i don't know how he does that so like i don't really like i try to keep it at a half an hour <laughs> instead of two hours but yeah, yeah he's yeah and then the other thing i just i just try not to pressure them in general because it's like everybody learns differently everybody's totally. you know my youngest son is autistic so it's like he's he's five but he acts like he's three i mean sure. so you have to have patience um Definitely. i think a lot of like all of that at being a mom yeah going through, you know, life kind of as a chunky girl and people telling you that you're not, you know, you're, you're really fat and stuff like that. Like, I think all of that has kind of just contributed to why, like, sure. I can find, like, 
little funny stories and oh, things for sure. to like go off of. Yeah, because it's like I've, I've lived a life. So, and and you guys, honestly, you young guys all impress me. Like, because you pick up the things that I wish I would have picked up. Like, I've been bitching about grash it forever <laughs> and steve kaz does a whole bit about it you know about tu, 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 you know yeah, so yeah. i'm like like when i see you guys on the stage and everybody does their own little thing it's like man he's right like i wish i would have fucking picked up on that you know mm. what i mean or i would like what a good bit and okay and that's a this is a great point and it's a great transition a lot of times i'll find those similarities in life yeah while i'm writing on a blank page yep now sure every now and then i get a good idea just from the net from the ether or right just right. brainville right but you can't rely on that that's yeah. unreliable you never know when it's going to come and, yeah. you, and it may be, be a long time there may be lulls of, yeah. of a long time where it's just like where's this idea i need an idea i'm running on the same yeah bits. and so if you get into that practice of doing the empty page shit you'll get into you'll get good at just yeah boom bang bang yeah and uh you know, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's I I'm so blessed to be able to tr even tr go up on a stage for free right. at an open mic and be able to even try. Yeah, and like, like you told me, amazing. you told me earlier, you had no clue that there were like bar open mics and stuff. I had Zero no clue. idea. I had no idea for forty years no clue. until the last like six months. I had yeah. no idea, and it just it boggles my mind. I'm like, this is just so amazing. It's so cool. Yeah, um, me too. But like the whole thing is like, you know. I you get, like I've I live a real life. I'm not I have no I'm not I'm oh, not yeah. rich by any means. I'm a hard we're barely middle class. My you know, my husband hasn't worked in a long time right now. Um but I took all of the things that like made me upset, make me angry or pissed me off and yeah. I feel like I took um I turned tragedy into triumph mm. with it. Smart. And Every time I take something that starts off with like an angry situation, yeah. something that my husband did that pissed me off or, you know, something that I'm dealing with, sure. the kids, whatever. If I can take that and make it so that I laugh at it and other people laugh at it, it's so fucking cool. It's the coolest feeling ever. I stay up till three in the morning after some mics. If nice. I have an exhilarating night. I can't fall asleep. The adrenaline's too, it's, I'm a junkie with it, know. you know? I was up till two last night. Yeah, yeah. And it sucked because, you know, it's it's a horrible way to live, honestly. <laughs> I know, it's, I'm like, no wonder comedians do coke. <laughs> yeah, truthfully, like, I woke up this morning and I felt like complete yeah. shit balls. I yeah. was just like, wow, I feel like I'm hungover and I yeah. didn't even drink. I was just like, God damn it, I have to start the day right now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it is what it is, and we push through, but. Yeah. Um. And it, it sucks because uh, I, I don't know why I'm like mm -hmm. an old man. Mm -hmm. Like if bef during quarantine and stuff, nine o'clock bedtime. Yeah. Like shit like that. Like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. old as fuck when yeah. it comes to that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And when you're locked in the house, it's like, man, what do I, if I, am I just going to sit here and drink all night and get stoned? Like, or am <laughs> yeah. I going to go to bed? Yeah. And I'm just like, eh, I'll go to bed at eight thirty. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's. It was a different nice. animal, though. That was a whole different animal. I don't think we'll ever get to that point. Like, you'll have days like that. Yeah. But you'll never have a whole fucking week like you did. Weeks, months. Yeah. 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 Year. Yeah. yeah. Like, that it's was fucked. So fucking crazy, man. I'm it, so happy we're. I was scared was to drive on the fucking road at first. I was really? like, are we allowed to oh, be the, on the for road? For the first couple days, yeah. dude. Were, you, uh, did oh. you come in the first couple days, Noah? Because oh. I remember. Bro, uh, 
I remember I took a, a break from coming in the shop. Yeah. I was scared. I was even scared to come here. Okay. I did, Corona was so scared to me. I Nobody just, knew what it really even nah, was. I just thought yeah. you went outside, you died. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it was like, dude, you would be coming. I, I'm 10 minutes away from here. You wouldn't yeah. see a single fucking person. So, on like, the road. how much did awesome. you feel like you were in an M. Night Shyamalan movie? The whole time. Yeah, it would be for real. Because right? it was also like, yeah. you got to remember, it's like spring, so you got a lot yeah. of foggy days and rainy oh, days and shit. That was terrifying. Oh, uh-huh. it was like we were in a movie. Yeah, yeah. so scary. Yeah. And I smoke, so I'm always in that weird <laughs> foggy headspace, too. So. <laughs> The, the uh, it was so wonderful though going eighty on mound. Yeah. I, don't know <laughs> I missed that. Mound, but, I did hear. <laughs> like it's a fifty mile an hour limit. Right. You, you can get away with about sixty. Yeah. But in Pandy, when yeah. it was like full fledged, no cops. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. cars. No money. No money. <laughs> going ninety. Yeah. And there's just nobody to be seen. That was wonderful. Yeah, I remember. Um, we went back to work, back to the office, like in June first. Yeah. And we actually had to have a letter with us to say that if we got pulled over by a car that we were essential workers um, for, for health insurance, Yeah, which is kind of funny to me. I'm like, you think the ambulances, people, those, those, no, insurance people. But you, everybody needs their insurance. Everybody needs yeah. to see doctors because they have COVID. Especially then. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like driving, I drive the Southfield Freeway to Southfield every day from Downriver. Yeah. I am the Downriver Diva. We Down forgot River to diva. mention that. Oh, damn. You can't forget that shit, <laughs> the baby. The Downriver Diva, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm the pierogi prince. You're the pierogi prince? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm so Polish, too. You are? I'm, I'm Polish and Hungarian. My yeah. dad's hung, full Hungarian. My mom is, like, Polish and Scottish, yeah. but mostly Polish. That's my, great. My, my grandfather on her side. Just um, Polish. Yeah, my grandfather on her side is uh, is full Polish, so. Yeah. But, um. My oh, dad. you have to come down when if if it if it happens this year, yeah. you have to come down to um I, I can't I can't even think of the name of the church now, but it used to be called Mar- Mount Carmel, but they okay. have the big Polish um church festival there with the polka people, like um Polish oh, Muslims play. What was it is it the sausage one? It's not like a sausage. Okay. This is just There's a church a this is just a church uh church thing, um yeah. like a church uh yeah, festival. It's funny because I'm thinking of a different church festival yeah. festival that's Polish and it's literally like this sausage fest yeah. in a parking lot of a church yeah. and then they bring like a carnival out and like they serve like sausages. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, this place has all the <laughs> Polish food. They have pierogies. Yeah. Um how did my how did my grandmother say it? Pierogi. Like I can't pierogi. even pierogi. And I'm like, oh. okay. Um they have like potato pancakes and yeah. all the oh. sauerkraut and the sausage it. and all that stuff. So brats. Brats. Um, yeah, it's, it's a fun time, but they all, but my dad's part of the like Polish club all right. in Wyandotte. So that's one place that we will have to go someday. I'm down. Yeah. And I can go too. They I have got these the blood. Yep. And they have these <laughs> things called, um, polka cherries there. Yeah. Polka. Yeah. Polka cherries. And they're just soaked in like Everclear, like maraschino Oh, get cherries. out. Really? Okay. Yeah. And it's always, that's like the, um, you know, that's like the initiation. Yeah. You get fucked up off them I mean, cherries you, too, bro. You, you, well, people always just bring you like a bowl of cherries and you can eat as yeah. many as you want. Fuck. I mean, they taste like fire. My Puerto Rican <laughs> yes. aunt, my yeah. Puerto Rican aunt, she, she does this beautiful thing every, uh, seven. Oh my God. I almost said seven 11. Okay. It meant 4th of July. <laughs> okay. 4th of July. At least if you said nine 11, then I'd be like, okay. Every nine 11. My, uh, yeah. yeah. my she makes aunt. fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she, she makes these graham cracker towers and throws Hershey bars into them. in on an airplane and really the world. No, Fourth uh, oh, so of July, she she soaks pineapple. In oh, that's rum. awesome! Oh, oh yeah. my god, you just oh, that sounds fucked banging. up on yeah. these pineapples. It's so good. Yeah, um, but that they have the Polish the Polish bands there, the polka bands. Uh, yeah. Polish Muslims is one of them. They have all mm. kinds of. But I I love it. I love I love 
um, my heritage. I, we have a Hungarian restaurant right down the street from our house. I don't think I've ever had Hungarian food. Yeah. So, um, like, it's Hungarian tiny. food is, like, they have stuffed cabbage, too. Okay. You know, um, they do goulash, which is basically, like, yeah. a beef stew that they serve over spetzel, like, the little dumplings. And then um, we, my favorite and the one thing that I really make all, okay. like, for my family is uh, chicken paprikash, which is mm. Hungarian chicken and dumplings. It's, like, a creamy nice. sauce and, Ooh, and pap- paprika, lots of paprika in it. Mm. But it's really good. Um, yeah, that's... I, I was a big cook. Like, I was 600 I was a big I, cook, so... I almost... That, when I was leaving high school, mm-hmm. I almost joined, like... Culinary? Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I almost joined the culinary arts because... Uh, you know, I I don't know why. Yeah. But I literally almost became a, a, a chef. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're lost. You're just like don't know reaching. what to do. Yeah, you're reaching and pulling in every direction. Yeah. But and mm-hmm. I was like so close to moving to California mm-hmm. and like working in this kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy I didn't do that. My my <laughs> okay. So like I probably would have wanted to be a chef. Yeah. But my chef thing, my thing that I did was okay. was teaching. I was like, I'm gonna go to school and be a teacher. I'm gonna be a teacher. Didn't work out. No, 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 no. Mm. I'm a college dropout. So, that's okay. but I yeah, that's really not a big deal. Yeah, no. I, I honestly like I learned so much more just from like being out in the world than yes. f- any time at school. College is pretty any whack, time. to be honest. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's, I think it can be helpful in certain like categories, but like I definitely think a lot of people waste their time. Yeah, I always um, said that like uh, uh, college never helped me educationally, but mm-hmm. it did help me become the person I am. Like it helped me open my eyes to like different people's point of views and, right. and stuff like right. that. But I, I think it's great for that. I think it's a good thing for people to go in. But I would say even like having a job in sales could do the same thing. You know absolutely, what I mean? absolutely. Um, I know like some of the smartest people I know are salesmen. Oh, salesmen. You know, it's like crush. because they know everybody and they Psychology. absorb that information from everybody. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, Definitely. But yeah, like uh, I, I, I wanted to be a teacher or a lawyer or whatever. And yeah. I just was like, I hate school, Fuck man. That. I hated it. I hated it. And then it was so expensive, yeah. you know? I know. I can't even believe how, how much how outrageous the Fucking price. books. For like one just, class, it's like two grand. I worked in the bookstore so I could get a 15% <laughs> discount because my mom was like, you need to have every discount, every advantage you can have because yeah. these books are $300. You and it's like crazy. Yeah. Is that uh, we have libraries. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. People don't really know this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can literally, you can learn not everything that you can learn in college. Obviously, you get advantages of having a professor talking Mm -hmm. to you. Doing labs, whatever, yeah. Yeah, and there's experiments that they set up to you that is nice and shit. But that's not, you can learn a lot for free. Yeah. By just being a citizen of a city. Yeah. And going to the library. People do not take advantage of the things that are put before them. I will tell you, like, some of the most, like, the most, um thorough and like smart people because of reading mm-hmm. are ex-prisoners yeah i'm not kidding sense. i have an uncle who's in, in prison that. and i the, i don't talk to him often but he's been in prison his whole life like sure. since he was a kid juvie at uh, the whole nine yeah um but when you talk to him he has so much retained information like he knows how he knows how to read braille Mm. He knows how to read Braille because he spent 30 years in prison, but he knows how to read Braille. He knows. I mean, they give him so many skills. And then it's like the thing is, is like, why don't you do that for all of us, too? You know, like, why do we have to pay so much for college? 
I'm with I'm on team Bernie with that. Like you, I, you honestly, I feel like college. I think I think a two year community college, college community college free. free. You pay for twelve Very years of me to go to. We just talked about this the yeah. other day, me and Noah. Yeah. You pay for me to go to school for twelve years. Just give me two more years. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. It, it really it doesn't necessarily make sense. No, it doesn't. There's at no all. argument for against it besides the fact that college makes tons of money off of young kids right. signing their life away. You right. Know? It's, right. Uh, yeah, I know. It's like people. Oh my God! I mean, because when you're my, when you're 17, like mo, a lot of seniors are 17 when they. Graduate. I was 17. I was. 17. I was I, my birthday's in July. Yeah. Same. So I was like, I was like, I'm 17 years old, and I have to pick what the fuck I have to do with my life. For the rest of my life. I don't even know what For I want to do tomorrow. You know, right? I was terrified. It's so it's so ridiculous to put that pressure on people. Like, if my kid came to me after high school and was like, "I need to take a year just to figure out this," I did that. Yeah. I need to take a year. I would be like, hell yeah, take a year, get a job. Go explore. Get a yeah. job. Get a job, get out there in the workforce and learn and and learn how to earn your keep a little bit. I also think that having a job in high school is a very important thing. Me like, too. Yeah, I'd I, had, I, mm -hmm. I, I got like my first, I obviously always worked for my parents. I was blessed to have parents that owned a business. So right. I worked with them since I was a kid. Like they would pay me nothing. I do have to, I do have to say too. What's that? I think you are very, very humble with with that because honestly you have told me how grateful you are for your parents like four times today and i really appreciate that as a oh, parent yeah. it's so like if my dope. kid talked about me like how you're you're talking about your parents and how you appreciate them i would be proud i just so. i don't have a choice like <laughs> they, they just do so much for me yeah. you know what i mean yeah. no but you could be the type of person that that you don't even you, you negate all shit. that you could be a shit about it yeah and you, you could know? negate all that you could say oh i did everything on my own you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, or whatever. Like, my dad owns the reptarium. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You never yeah. know. You could it's be a true. dick about it. And it's, it you're not. True. You're very humble and sweet. And oh, like, I you. would not even have imagined that like you had this podcast or anything when I first met you because you were just like, hi, how are you? Like, you were funny. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. I, so appreciate you it, for that. It's just like, it's just an effort thing. Like, you know, I, I try to do that stuff because I think it's important. Like, yeah. mm -hmm have those values and ethics as a human it, like it's a very important to me it's respect and it's being yeah. humble and that shit and, goes a long yeah, way it baby. does it goes a long fucking I, way i agree and that's why i try to practice it as much as possible yeah um, disrespectful you know? shit um needs to be frowned upon a lot more yeah you know um i've had a lot of a lot of people in the last few months you know have little disrespect moments with me sure. and it's just like you know i'm gonna let that slide you know but trust yeah. Next time, you know, I always, gonna I'm going to say something to you. We're going to have problems. I always just feel like, uh, I know it's kind of, it's it's a cliche thing. It gets said a lot, but like the high road. Yeah. The whole thing. It's a wonderful feeling. If mm -hmm. it, it really is like, it makes you feel fuller inside. Yeah. You're like, all right, I'm the one that took the high road. Yep. I'm like, I don't know. I've been obsessed with trying to just develop my character, my, yeah. myself and, Try to just be, try to just be good. Dude. Be the best you you can yeah, be. Yeah, dude. And, and you know what? At twenty one, you knew you seem to know yourself a lot more than like I did even at thirty eight. Yeah. I'm know? just, tr I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying. Yeah, you and got you an know, old, you got an old soul about you. Well, thank for you. Sure. I definitely will throw some of that towards mushrooms except you uh, totally need to watch malibu's mo most yeah, wanted do that. yeah it'll really yeah. make you grow as a human you'll I'll, love I'll it watch that. you're gonna watch i wouldn't be me today if it wasn't for that movie that's movie's so great have you ever done psychedelics um i did mushrooms when i was 19 and i went to windsor oh, okay. to clubs 
Yeah. Like a dumbass. Yeah, that seems not fun. And um, I wanted to murder the guy I was dating at the time and his friends. And That's I went crazy. and sat in the car and waited till we went home. Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't sound, sound like a fun time. No, it When wasn't. you do it right, it can yeah. really be really introspective and mm -hmm. like can help you pick apart self about stuff about yourself. Uh, like, yeah. Like it gets those like when we have a, a idea of a joke, right? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of just like pop. Yeah. And it's there. It's just like that. But about yourself as a human. So like when you like when you do them, where do you do them? Because I've been told you need to be outdoors in the woods. We had this discussion before. It's, ar <laughs> it's arguable. And it definitely mm -hmm. depends on the dosage. And the person, yeah. too. If if you are on too much, you don't want to be outdoors. Mm -mm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but if you're on, you know, a mediocre amount, mm -hmm. it's it's not going to be as heavy. So being outdoors will be very kind pleasant. Of yeah, yeah. Because it's not like you're not seeing like... You're not seeing the universe like these crazy different. But if yeah. you're like afraid of bugs and, and like the forest, probably don't go outside yeah. in the woods. Right. Like go right. where you're comfortable, you know? Okay. Like, uh, you know, just in a house. is Yeah. Great. Stay away from yeah. bad vibe people. Yeah. All you, oh, my God. That is very important. Uh, that yeah. is the most important thing I'll ever tell you. That's It'll ruin I, your life. That's why I think it was a whole bad time. Oh, 100%. That, yeah. If they, that and all the lights. Because the you sense it. You me. sense that vibe from a mile away, dude. Yeah. And Especially when you're on something sensitive. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I always, uh, my best trip was, I was with my cousin mm -hmm. and me and my cousin, like, like, it's like homo shit. Like that's how much no, they're tight love, as shit. That's how yeah. much we love each other. Like yeah. we're gay as fuck. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so like when we were together, we were watching an NBA game. Okay. And we were rooting for the team we hate sober. Okay. That's how like the mushrooms affect us. We were like, oh. we were like, yeah, like we were just like so lovey dovey and like, oh my god, just like so funny. It was it was just a beautiful They're moment. Like, yeah, we're fucking gay. Yeah, gay <laughs> shit. Just kissing just, and shit. <laughs> it was awesome, man. Shrooms oh, is sick. Man. All right, so we have to hit a couple super chats. Okay. And then my friend, let's do it. Yeah. Friend and fellow producer Jay, he's Jay. got he's got a lot of work to do, so we gotta. Uh, wrap this podcast okay. up real quick. I well, got a show. These, well, yeah, exactly. Let's hit these super chats and then okay. get uh, going. So Brian threw uh, two super chats awesome, out. Brian. He says he was diagnosed with epilepsy, so he can't travel to the reptarium. Damn. Is there any way you or your father could send me something for, uh, to upload my spirits? Yeah, just send me a DM on Instagram. Bar we'll check something out. Bar check Noah. And we'll then, send yeah. Noah. I think we should just send this guy a bottle of cum. A bottle of cum. Oh, he didn't yeah. specify. You're so I'll, right, Stephanie. I'll, you're smart. I'll make. I'll do a bottle of discharge. You need help, Noah. Yes. No, I just had to pee. Oh, because I'll come in there and oh. jerk you. And I coughed, and then my bladder almost exploded. Oh, shit. So. Damn, you're like a woman. Yeah. Old oh, man. that's remember? awesome. Old man. Old man Noah. <laughs> Mama Tomsky no, says, uh, hey, Jay, Stephanie, and and Noah uh, knows love from your mud. I, do, I, don't, I guess she says do beats, guys. Well, nice. thank you so much. I we'll appreciate get the support. Uh, Amber says, hey, Noah, Jay, and Stephanie, this chick is awesome. <laughs> I agree. I agree. This you is, are. That's awesome. our fellow friend, Amber. Love Jones. you, Amber. We love Amber. Uh, Dank Jay. And now, Dank Jay, was, uh, he's been gone for a bit, so he's back. Hey, welcome back, Jay. And he says, uh, much love, people. This is awesome, Noah. Yeah. This is real life, no BS. Real Smile life. at everyone and see the reactions. Jay, you rock, too. Real Appreciate hey, you. Does, Dank, does Dank, Dank Jay have the loud weed or what? I hope Dank so. Day. Yeah, he does. He okay. always, he Dank always Dank offers me. I think he's Dank in, Day. Oh, that's it. Dank Day. I think he's in Oregon or something. Yeah. Don't cancel me for that. That was just me being... No, 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 you're good. <laughs> Do you have anything else that you would like to shout out? I'm talking Facebook, Instagram, okay, podcast. So, yes. podcast, 
podcast is sanctioned by Stephanie. If you guys yeah. listen to that, I get paid because I have an ad on there. So, hey, hook it up. Um, yeah. Mama needs some money. We're, we're going to the poor Hell house. Yeah, girl. So, um, also, uh, you can hit up Sanctioned by Stephanie's page on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see me on Facebook, it's Stephanie yeah. and it's Stephanie with an F. Yep. Yeah, just as it's spelled in the title. The F is is uh, is for fuck. Yep. Yeah, um, because we fuck. Because we, we be <laughs> fucking. We be fucking with yes, Stephanie. Man. Um, and then uh, let's see. My Instagram needs a lot of love. I have Show no it. love on love on Instagram. Um, sanctioned by Stephanie and uh, the Downriver Diva right. on Instagram. And I'll put uh, those links in the description. Absolutely, course, so. absolutely. So and then uh, Dooley's on first and third Tuesdays of uh, every month in Roseville. I'm um, hosting that. New Dodge Lounge every Friday, fuckery yeah. Friday. I got a show in Flint, Michigan, well, Burton, Michigan, near Flint, next week um, with uh, the Mark Bonto at Captain's Quarters. And um, I'm doing a weed show in Alpena. If oh, there's, hell yeah, I'll come to that. <laughs> Where's that? What do you mean? It's up in Alpena, I think. Um, it's it's like five hours away. That's fine. That it's like a whole, the Knucklehead show is going. Okay. There's two shows that night. Um, you got Mylon Stromile, you got Justin DeVozo, you got Big Kev, Hell yeah. uh, me, Chrissy Kinney, Fuck Chef yeah. Bullet, um, Wayne Robbins, and uh, Adam is going to be there too. And I'm trying to nice. think, there, I think there might be one more person I can't yeah, think check of. check it out. It's, that's going to be cool awesome. if you're out there. Um, I, I got so much stuff happening, it's crazy, you know, it's like, yeah. and you know, last minute, People will call me. I'm reliable. I <laughs> show up. So. That's a huge part. Showing up and showing up early is yeah. that shows uh, mad respect. So yeah. thank you guys so much for watching this podcast. If you enjoyed, just smash the like button for us. Give Follow love. us on all the platforms you can. Thank you so much for coming. Love you, Noah. Love you too. It's love you, Jay. Great. Love you too, Steph. That We're was new awesome. best friends. I, you know experience. it. <laughs> thank you guys. Have a good night. Peace. Peace. Ooh, I got peace. <laughs>